I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zancy Weber of the Nation of Zane Australia, here with my colleagues from across the seas to talk about the issues plaguing us in nationstate.net. On around the table, we have your people's champion, your savior from misbehavior, Sebastian of the United States of Sub America. See, that makes sense. That's on theme. That yeah. one does. Uh, you're all welcome. Congratulations. It only took like four weeks. No, occasionally they're on thing. I had like the Sub-American Paradox during the time traveling one. This does happen once every five episodes. Seb, this applause is entirely for you, entirely deserved. You deserve every bit. Relish it. When handing out the veto points, I hope we think back to how on point <laughs> this moment was for me. Yeah, your title doesn't count towards how you dealt with- Because if it did, I win every time. <laughs> Maybe in a tie. Maybe, Maybe in the result of a tie, this may- <laughs> push you in favour of one side. Now, I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great... And if you're joining us for the first time each week, we bring the issues that are plaguing our nations on nationstates.net to the table to discuss slash argue slash yell about the best way to deal with them. Plaguing is apt because we are plagued with the remnants of people who have been taken up by the rapture. It's true. We, every five weeks, we get a new curse from a, a Sub-American gypsy who we wronged. And by we, I mean <laughs> Sub-America wronged somehow. I'm friends with the gypsies. I gave them land the first season. Oh, this is yes, never on me. we are. Yeah, you all are. I just happen to share the planet with you jerks. You we, gave them resources. They would have died out if it wasn't for your charity. I will admit I kept them alive. zombie invasions we have dealt with time travels we have dealt with international terror plots and now we are dealing with half of our nation's populations disappearing and it being explained by a rapture what Guys, a clean up job a rapture like i can fix this well i think we are in the last episode before we go to our patron mm-hmm. only episode where we wrap up so i think we should do a little bit of roundup on how we've dealt with Sounds great. Good. I've not been paying attention for the last few weeks, so Andrew has the floor. <laughs> I assume you've been cataloging my actions as well? Oh, I keep meticulous notes. <laughs> great. Um, he'll, he'll tell you, and then I'll tell you what actually happened after he reminds me. <laughs> so, When we first learned about the, the rapture, um, having dealt with the terrorists, which I won, incidentally, Good Correct. job. Yes. Yeah, I did do a good job. I deserve that. It, it uh, does stand. <laughs> it stands to reason that the most authoritarian of us would have the most applicable uh, response. Correct. Threat. I have also been correct in every other instance. You just failed to notice and <laughs> recognize my brilliance. I will. I will. I will say that Zane Australia did help you along the way during the terrorists. So you claim. <laughs> 
But it did end very favourably, so... Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not above that... Hum- For last, <laughs> last time. The, the, during the rapture, we're not ready to admit yeah. that. Are you sure we haven't accidentally released a plague, guys? Because yeah. all this talking is making me feel pretty nauseous. Maybe it's just all the chocolate that you're swallowing. Nope. <laughs> so in, in the first episode of this uh, sub-season, Zane and I both dealt with property issues. Zane confiscated abandoned buildings um, and redistributed them. and redistributed yeah. them, whereas uh, Andropolia abon- ab- abolished eminent domain completely, yep. um, setting the government uh, to the same rule else as far as property acquisitions. I believe Zane Australia had that issue near the start, and we took the same yeah, action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and rightfully so. A logical. Seb uh, had a group of uh, college students. Who I remembered, yes. Found some bones and he elected to return them to their college. Because that was the right choice. Because Seb Merrick is trying to make everyone worthy of rapture. Seb America, Seb specifically, bought into the whole rapture shtick and is now trying to improve the spiritual Sorry, content guys, of his people. That's outdated. The current spin is um, we all received a performance <laughs> review from upstairs and 50% of my staff did not meet um, the standard of which this organization should be carried forward with. Uh, so yes. I'm taking affirmative action with the remainder of my staff to make sure that they meet the standard for the next peer review. In preparation of that all makes sense. Two- that all mostly makes sense. Seb is wasting his time. Because no, it is, the- it's, it's, it's well known that after the rapture, there's that second rapture that's yeah. spoken of so frequently. You know, maybe there the is raptures. a second rapture. <laughs> maybe there's a second raptor of dinosaurs oh. next. Looking at you, Australia. Yes, we have more than two raptors. Therefore, there is at least one second raptor. <laughs> dinosaurs rapture? Dinosaurs have the Philosoraptor. The Philosoraptor is a construct of imagination. Yeah, but as we all know, constructs of imagination are based somewhat in reality. Only in virtual reality, which we're working (laughs) on, by the way. In the second episode, Zane nationalised criminal lawyers, uh, subjecting them to a life of poverty. Because of the deficit between (laughs) the public defenders and the high-priced criminal defenders. As a result of the rapture, correct. Uh, Seb funded luxurious pensions, unknowingly, unwittingly. Seb knowingly and willingly. Willingly took care of those citizens that no longer had the ability to take care of themselves. That's exactly right. In this case, the elderly. What every hungry elderly person infirmed needs is a Picasso. I think we've all earned a Picasso. (laughs) I don't want a Picasso. You can have a Van Gogh. I have a Van Gogh. Yeah, they see. See? My nation listens. And sometimes so, in in front of what they're saying. <laughs> no, to to be fair, Seb uh, went 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 all in into his goodness appeal. Um, Zane also made the best of a, of a bad situation. Seventy seven percent drop in charmlessness. <laughs> yeah, but you're and, pretty charmless. <laughs> no, and, and, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Andropolia took the opportunity of the somewhat emptier streets to lift the car ban and reinstitute cars to drive along Andropolian streets. And with a little a little bit of help from Zane Australia, put a little <sighs> bit of time and energy towards... The caveat of, on that was... Oh, a little bit of political manoeuvring from Seb America made Zane Australia <laughs> step in where he should have. Incorrect. At no expense to Seb America. <laughs> I think you should appreciate how thrifty I was with my points. Andropolia <laughs> lifted the car ban, but with a veto from Zane Australia, came with the caveat 
of mandating clean rules. Which, Correct. For the benefit of the entire world, you're welcome, said Marika. Which re, re um, what do they say? They renamed your uh, the structure of your reclassification. Yes, reclassified. I was reclassified from a capitalist paradise to a capitalist. Which in this case means that officially your um, businesses rival your government in power within your nation. Which they kind of already did but anyway. But now it's official and that's kind of what you're aiming for anyway. Yeah. No, I'm aiming for no government. Yeah. But, but this, this is what I'm saying. This is the no, turn. No you've, power for anybody. Oh, to, no, but you've had the turn point where finally yeah, they've kind true. of teed it over to being even. So now yeah. it's about giving more power to have reign for the businesses. Yeah, that, so this is a positive step works. for you in your crazy views. Oh, yes. And <laughs> the issue I'm dealing with uh, this week is yet another step towards less government. And in the previous episode, Zane instituted mandatory vaccinations because of a measles outbreak. Because again, all the good people who were mm. vaccinated were raptured, leaving me with the dregs who were not raptured and so led to an... Seb-backed artists at the World's Fair, which he was hosting. Yep. Was I hosting it? Oh, who cares? Doesn't no, matter. Uh, well, That's irrelevant. Unless you, it makes me seem better than I was hosting it. You chose the artists out of um, the petitions from the scientific community. The food the community. The <laughs> community went, my God, oh. there some bad suggestions there. Butter stuffed lobster <laughs> donut <laughs> dipped in chocolate. No, it was a soup. It was fried. a donut soup <laughs> with sweet lobster. Sweet custard finish. <laughs> and, and, and I think, uh, I can't remember what the last petition oh, was. Oh, it was... Fuck oh, people just, for money or something. It was some weird yeah, to get down on my knees and take money from people. Yeah. Basically to invite multinational to come and rape. Uh, yeah. Um, Apart from that last one, <laughs> I mean, the food one was pretty gross, but they're all like solid choices. But yeah. And Andropolia had to deal with a whole heap of uh, clay statues entered into some... Com- that the government then somehow was... Had to deal with. Had, had to deal with because the legitimate owners had been raptured. They weren't and- there to claim their, their property. And decided we, to recycle. We re- recycled the- them. Put them into gym weights and- Phone cases. Phone cases, very heavy phone cases. Leaning into that eco-friendliness. Exactly right, which boosted twice in a row, but despite what you would expect from benefiting the environment, environmental beauty, a downturn. Because there's all this bounce. ugly shit people can see now. <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. Okay, okay, this well, week, unless um, I have a very quick issue, unless somebody oh, um, needs to get into it. Mine's only about- my children in the future, because as that we all know, be. children are the future. Yeah, that's that's not really. Derailing the gravy train. A national newspaper has uncovered details of a number of politicians' expenses documents publishing claims from gold-plated toilet seats to elaborate steak dinners for dogs. Why are your government officers living in prisons? <laughs> well, they haven't. Uh, I think we know why. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't been raptured. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> Following the publication, the general public is clamouring at your door, demanding answers. There are only two options. Both extreme. You will not be surprised to hear. <clears throat> I'm going to get my veto <laughs> hand ready. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> Vetoing has no power because both of these options are incredibly extreme and bad, bad, but inconsequential in the grand scheme of things. I'm we'll only see. joking. I only have a veto <laughs> when I think that you, if I veto, you will take the better option. <laughs> well, I will justify this one. I, I feel like I but. This is the sort of disgraceful behaviour we've come to expect from our politicians, bemoans unemployed teacher Zelda Green. Look around you. No one else is living so extravagantly. We need to lower all politicians' salaries to the poverty line and put the kibosh on these claimed business expenses too. Maybe then they'll understand how real people actually live in Drapolia. So what's the option that you're not taking? <laughs> this one. 
This is quite absurd, scoffs Danny Mumford, taking a sip of Bollinger 86. We toil day in and day out to keep this country running, and this is the thanks we get? Newspapers snooping around our personal business, questioning what we need to do our jobs. We incur certain necessary expenses that may look odd when taken out of context, and that's just what the media is doing. They're distorting the facts just to boost their ratings. Well, I say their prying eyes have gone too far. We need to outlaw this underhanded reporting for the sake of the patriotic values that made this nation... Yeah, the first option's better. Absolutely. Shutting down the press. The options are, to summarise... I really uh, wish you were the other way so that I could veto, but it's the right answer. It is the yeah, right answer, yeah. 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 It's uh, what Zane Australia would do. Yeah, I think you the, have done. I thought you lowered the I wages. I think I did yeah. right back at the start because, as I've said from the start, like I'm after a very broad but shallow yeah. government. So yeah. people aren't career politicians. Politician is like a part-time job that you, yeah. on top of You're a fisherman your full-time and a thing, job. Yeah. Now, yeah. keeping keeping that, that, that in mind, um, I think your corruption level went up as, as a result of this, which it yeah, would may, if yeah, politicians big... are used to a bigger income. Yeah, uh, they're absolutely. certainly going to supplement any way they can and selling off a bit of power for is exactly what. But the ultimate goal in constitution is to, is to do away with them anyway. So if this dis, uh, what's the word, discourages um, people, people from, from becoming politicians, that's exactly the way we want to go. If we have to suffer a little bit of corruption along the way, mm. that's fine because that's only increase and also. Well, you'll um, also find that you're political. Probably. Yeah. Um, but, hey, people aren't voting ministers. Yeah, so but your political freedoms will because it will only be the rich people. Oh, in that sense. Yeah, yeah so also, he, yeah, again, also, it kind of uh, broadens that class also, gap. But since gap. there are no vacancies, yep. you know, it, it's, it's, it's an autocracy uh, for the time being. And, and, <laughs> it's an autocracy, and, he says, like that's a benefit. It's an autocracy <laughs> aiming to be an anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and number two is just to um, ban the press. Rem- ban-, ban the press, which is absolutely out of not, question. Not going to happen. Yeah, how dare you? This is such a shitty question. So no vetoes. No, God perfect no. issue resolved. Although I think this is a unanimous decision, yeah. <laughs> and we would have real issues if you were if you were going with the other one. And politicians are often found scavenging bins at night to supplement their income. Oh, they're with my judges. Yep. Fortunately, we have many bins in Andropolia, so there's plenty of variety from it. And there's bird feed on top of them, so <laughs> yep. if they can't find any food so inside That's the, the thing, bins. like if they can't find food, they can always have all that plentiful bird seed that the government provides. Well, unless the homeless people get to it first. You've well, got I'm to, implying that they're homeless. You've got to hurry. You've got to hurry in Andropolia. <laughs> the Andropolia Sentinel reports latest economic data shows surge in manufacturing. Cinematic reruns prove popular. There's some more recycling. International <laughs> body- <does> not count. <laughs> Also a lack of <laughs> creating new movies and culture. Well, we're in a bit of a glut. All the creative people are missing. Homeless. <laughs> or homeless. A international body praises Andropolian development and economic slump minor, temporary experts say. Safety up 3.5%, lifespan up half a percent. Uh, small steps. Eking up, but it did take a big hit. So 436 um, Years now? Uh, 44.5. Oh, there you go. It did take a big hit with the lifting of the car ban. Mm. Obesity soared, nearly nearly doubled, and lifespan took a 10-year. Taxation up a quarter of a percent. That's you know, pretty mild. Safety is the is, is the big winner there. And yeah. begin as far as the downtrends are concerned, also nothing really to report. Surprisingly, corruption down 11%. Mm. Thought, I thought that it did go down. I was expecting it to go through the roof. Because... I think corruption goes down because there's there's not politics paying themselves money. Um, 
I see. I, I I would have interpreted that as they they would then be tempted to sell off favors, sell off potential legislation for to Perhaps, to, to yeah. To that would be a way income. to yeah. justify it. But um, it, it's down. But I think it was political freedoms that went down, uh, not corruption. All right, well, well, possibly. Well, when I did it, possibly, but it's not being reported here. Um, corruption down eleven percent. We are under one per hour. Hooray! Happy, happy to report. <laughs> Good times in Andropolia. Can I go? No. Yes, you can. Of course, you can. My issue is called how to examine your testy. At the. <laughs> I believe it's pronounced testes. <laughs> At the International Conference of Education, head teachers and education ministers generally have a drink or ten and get a chance to meet their peers from across the world. The conference happens to be in Sub-America this year and having nothing better to do one night, you decide to attend a mix-up. As it happens, the topic of conversation of is sorry, the topic of conversation is standardized testing. We have done this before. I can't remember who did it. It's Australia have yeah. the problem. Diego Doug, Doug, sure. Education. Oh, that's the name of a place. Cool. An education, a foreign education director. I think I may have had this issue. Maybe, I remember that name. I'm yelling I think at whoever did have it. Both we had both it, have had and it. And we yelled at each other about it. <laughs> director, who you won here, apparently misunderstanding the nature of the social mixer, has set up a projector upon a platter of hors d'oeuvres and is currently word for word reading off PowerPoint slides. In. Dagoa, sure, Dagua, whatever his nation is, standardized tests assess student performance throughout education. Uh, centile scoring stream, the students giving an accurate comparison and identifies the cream of the crop for industry roles. Next slide, please. <laughs> this is the foundation of economic success and why Dagoa, you are whatever, children are so much better at maths and science than the lazy, undisciplined, uh, undisciplined children of your nation. You should adopt our system. Any question. So standardized Lots testing. Of testing is all the time. Yep. Next. Constant testing teaches children only how to pass tests. Interjects Anti Markanen, a progressive head teacher from the socialist nation of Scandaland, my ally. Yeah. <laughs> um, carefully putting down his drink. Obsession with competition only makes children equate success with dominance. Use a car- use carrot and stick method- methods, and you just get an ass. Pun intended. Ah. When children compete, most are taught only that they are losers. Abandon testing and teach children the love of knowledge. She lost me with the pun, but she won me back. <laughs> After the bun. <laughs> yeah, so far I don't no. mind that option about make people appreciate and want to learn rather than just giving them tests. So make them like strive to learn. Yeah, but the idea that you can somehow shield from learning life is full of winners and mostly uh, oh, is I, it to learn how to lose. I think they were after more of a middle ground. So rather than just constantly having tests to make people more people fail than pass, I imagine there's still some degree of it, but it's not built around that. It's more learning for the sake of learning rather than learning to meet this KPI and then after you meet that KPI, immediately raising that KPI. But children who love to learn just learn. They learn about things that aren't in schools because they love to learn. But some kids who love to learn are brutally, brutally pulverized into learning this one specific thing, like I was. One specific thing to meet this one thing. Because I excelled in science, I had to go into the advanced science so that I could push the school forward and (laughs) and participate in certain specific competitions. Yes, like I... Oh, and also from a personal experience. I'm not a fan of that either. 
by opening it up, you could find other kids that may love to learn other things that they weren't being given. So I think by broadening it, you'll pick up more kids that will want to learn different things anyway, rather than having it done to an exact, like this is exactly the one way. Possibly, cool, I don't like math. That's not going to appeal to me. How many options but, are there? Two more. But unstructured, four more, four, oh, soft four titles, unstructured learning shouldn't be the format in school. Children need a portion of unstructured Didn't learning. Didn't you remove a nationwide curriculum? Yeah, Nation yeah, yeah. That, we agree on that. Either, National e- curriculum isn't. Either I did that idea. or I abolished the unions. I'm not sure what issues. Oh, because I was like, one, you were saying if kids yeah. living in a farming community, they should learn how to milk a cow. They shouldn't learn calculus like the ones in the city was. That was your no, whole no, thing. So I'm it should saying, be different for area. No, no, no. Area. I, was, I, was, I, was, I was saying that in a town, in, in an agricultural area, the school, right, that is the, the local school that is there, should be welcome to set their own. Yes. This right? is the same thing. The school and that should may, be. And that may include no calculus, no computer programming, no anything. It may be very heavy. And if that's where the parents want to send them, then so be I it. think this, for me, I'm reading that one as extending the testing half of it to meet up with that. So rather right. than having one set way of doing it like this, it opens, it opens up the options for different learning styles in that. I've got two more options anyway. So on one hand, we got rote learning clones and on the other, liberal hippies. I'm using the accent because he said we got. Sorry. (laughs) Spitz cowboy hat wearing Johnny Wayne interrupting his poker game to literally and metaphorically put his cards on the table. I'm done with the accent. In the United Federation, ooh, of planets? No. Um, We got a saying. Hey, (laughs) government. But out. Sorry, I looked at government and yeah. was like, is that a person's name? It's, it's capital. Yeah, no, it was, it was capitalized. I was like, who is that? Is that a reference? <laughs> hey, government, but out. Let each school be its own business, deciding its own way with no centralized tyranny. This is the anthropology. Let parents vote with their wallets and either pick the school they want or pick no school at all. Yeah. I was raised on my uncle's farm. I just learned how to herd steers from the back of a horse. That's a real life education. So that, yeah, that definitely falls in line with what, mm-hmm. how your education system for how you broke it down, I think. Yeah, it opens it up for the free market. People will set up the school that they commute. Yep. Or send their children to the communities that have the schools. Not fully opposed to that. I'll read option four and come back because we now it's between two and three. Couldn't we be a bit more moderate and try to take something of all three options. One is your education minister. Oh, I like this. Um, trying to escape from the trio of foreign educators closing in on her. Maybe there's a sub-American way with compulsory exam assessments, but not a national test, but a choice of examination boards competing on the free market. And maybe you could have some state schools with private funding and some private schools with state regulation and some structured homeschooling involving some time in communal classrooms. That sounds good, doesn't it? Maybe, possibly. This is the Australian option. The Australian option. The, the, oh, so, so the actual Australian option. This is the Australian. And it's not a free market. And it's well, this, this is a little bit different. Well. Yeah. <laughs> so I love the idea of abandoning testing and trying to cultivate a society where children just want to learn because they enjoy it. So they're going to be as driven as they want to be and they're only going to learn things that they want to learn, which means everything that they decide to learn, they should have a passion. I went to school. I learned the things that were instructed. Then I went home and I learned the things yeah. that weren't being taught in school. I learned things so that I could pass the exam. I learned the things that the teachers teach me. Then I used the school's resources to teach myself all the things that, yep. that I didn't learn until, until high school. When so you were do there that. you are, two examples of despite standardized testing, children still learning what, what they want to learn. Yep. You yep. don't need to get rid of tests. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Fuel people's natural kind of inclination to, to learn. The, thing is the problem with standardized testing is that it tries to enumerate uh, growth uh, through through childhood. Right. So it, it's assuming that the regular child, the optimal and the optimal child yeah. are, the optimal child. are the same. There <laughs> yeah. is there is a point. Whereas yeah. if you reach past this percentile, your child is exceeding expectation. Whereas a child might exceed expectations when he's nine, but then if he's just doing exactly what he's told ah. on a path his whole life and he gets to university, and he's suddenly on his own without parents and teachers telling him exactly what to do, he struggled. So there, there is something to be said for the happy medium behind having a structured school environment that, has, that teaches you a certain amount of, but also the opportunity to guide your... Option number one, pretty repugnant to me because, again, it's, it's very kind of factory children. This is what children need to know in grade one, grade two, grade three, grade five, and if they don't meet it, they stay in that grade until they move up again. Um, the so that's why the Zane Australian option would be number two. Number, wait, number two, the abandon testing and teach the love of... Yeah. Correct. That's the one I was going to go with, even for like the American idea of letting people choose what they want to do. Even though number three is not terrible. I Honestly, I look, it's, number th- it's, if it's you a good want- option, but number two just sits more in line with the American values. If you want people to choose whatever they want to and be free however they want to do it, Number three is the one you have, but it's also based off where they're living because it's it's based around schools of certain geographical locations will teach different things, which is uh, great. Yeah. If, but that means my artistic kid that happens to grow up in the country that can't afford to move to the city to the art school is now stuck. But if they but if with the other system is He's they not can now stuck. buses run all yeah. But I'm going to say instead of having one school that specialises in art in the city, all schools will have options everywhere. So it doesn't matter where you go, you can always find and something. Perhaps that suits the you. free market option may be to have a roaming artist so that every school has an art program. I, I've got to work with the options I've got. You don't know though. the things that people are going to create. And- Am I being vetoed? From option two, you're not being vetoed. I'm not being. I'm not vetoing you. Well, the, I'm picking the one you want, yeah. so you definitely shouldn't be vetoing me. But yeah, but you just looked at me when you said I'm oh, being vetoed. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm. Not Andrew, you. I'm not vetoing you, but it's the wrong decision as far as your ideals are concerned. Not as far as my ideals are concerned. I think if it comes back, if we bring it back to the rapture, the, the rapture, and you're trying to make better, um, the problem with a free market or the the total anarchist school is that the opportunity for abuse is greater. Yep. Not that abuse will be greater, opportunity for abuse is greater. Because a child is then 100% dependent on parents. They're always 100% incorrect. In Australia, when there is public education and mandatory primary and secondary school education, mm-hmm. there is some government oversight saying, you have a child who is now of age to be at school. Why are they not at school? And then if that is a childcare issue, then that is taken care of through those means. Yeah, but then when that kid gets at home, they can be filled with empty government, you know. Oh, ab- absolutely. I'm not, I'm not talking about... Everything you learned in that school I'm not talking about propaganda. I'm talking about having a resource there that is for children 
that isn't their family so that they be you start giving them individual rights and opportunities outside of the, the home um, as early as requiring kids to go to school. Breaking I'm not saying it is free news. <laughs> school, Everyone's dead. School children <laughs> asked, what is two times two? Are likely to form a symposium to discuss how different answers make them feel. <laughs> how do they make them feel? Good. Confused and terrified. Um, St. America was well, reclassified America. from a New York Ooh. Times democracy to a civil rights love fest. Once again, I, I'm ping-ponging between those two probably like for uh-huh. the sixth time. Uh, trending issues. Simplifying the latest trend that may change your life. St. America, more chill than ever before. Jobless numbers grow. That's disappointing. And clean up St. America Day is no mess. I have one bad score and the rest are brilliant. <laughs> Let's start with the bad and talk about the good, shall we? Yes. Youth rebelliousness up 50%. I'll see what that actually means after I read through because I can't leave it. Uh, tourism up six, public education up five, niceness up four, taxation went up four. Maybe I think it's because I didn't have a, I didn't actually have like a standard thing going. So just because oh, I've added no. something. So um, eco-friendliness up two, business subsidization, welfare up two, cheerfulness up two. Intelligence up one and culture up one, like patters off. As for the downs, furniture, furniture restoration down 66%. Oh, no. So people are choosing not to learn how to do that, I guess. No. Gambling. They're choosing to buy new furniture. Yeah. Gambling down 24%. Beverage sales and agriculture also down 24 Charmlessness down 19%, which is. Wait, why were you saying that all these were. I don't care about farm. I never What about have. the farmers? Julie. Noted, said America. <laughs> Duly um, noted. Yeah. So charmlessness down 19%, which is like 120% in the last three weeks. So I'm very, <laughs> very chuffed with that. Did niceness go up or down? I'm up. Uh, black market down 8%. Um, basket weaving down 3%. Ignorance down 2%. Like they had patters off again, but I think niceness was up like 3%, was it? Or? That's right. The big losers, the farmers in submarine. Niceness up 4%. I'm going to see what my youth rebelliousness is on. Oh, okay. It dropped a couple of weeks ago and it's just back up to where it was. So it's, it is on a three. I don't know. It's on the Stark Dean displacement index, which means bugger all to me, but it's back on three. It was three, then it was 2.8. Now it's three again. So youth rebellious. Yes. I, mm. I, don't, I, I can't tell you what this means because I don't have the full stat in front of me. It's just, <laughs> I got some numbers. Zane Australia has another issue caused by, at least partially, by the rapture. Mm-hmm. Affirmative action in Zane Australia? No. After minority student Joseph Martinez was refused admission to a traditional prestigious college, civil rights activists, conservatives and teachers are up in arms about affirmative action and ethnic equality in education. (sighs) (laughs) There are three options, so, you know, (laughs) vetoes away, boys. I think you'll find there's actually no problem here observes conservative speaker and hair care product salesperson Darius Smith. A student wants to go to a particular school but lacks the grades. Clearly, he should have studied harder. But, oh, because he's a so-called minority, it's everyone else's fault. I'm sorry, but the system is working perfectly well. What gets you into good school is merit alone. Or, failing that, (laughs) a generous donation. Yeah. (laughs) Mm-hmm. There you go. So Martinez is poor and... Or not clever enough. <laughs> Number two. Are you blind or do you simply refuse to see? Thunder's civil rights activist, former TV commentator and unabashed publicity speaker, Ivan Blofeld. <laughs> publicity speaker? 
Public speaker, it must public be. Speaker? He did some public speaking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it's all perfectly equal if we ignore the fact that this poor boy was stacking shelves to pay for textbooks in that falling down school where the nice rich boys were enjoying private tutoring. Affirmative action is needed to balance out the very real disadvantages that many students grow up with, and there's no better way to identify that disadvantage than with broad, sweeping demographics. Incorrect. True. (laughs) I think you're both, says Molly Hamilton, professor of liberal arts at St. Australia National University. In my humble opinion, the solution is simple. Make college education free to all. Why turn away anyone? Throw open the gates and make college education available for citizens of Australia, regardless of their economic status, grades, or work ethic. Did you say Australia because you're thinking of Gough Whitlam when you did that? Say in Australia. Uh, You should do that one. Why? Because you can't afford it. You should do it if you can afford it because it's the right option. Why? Because I can the- afford it. Because I'm rich. <laughs> Why is it the right option? You're giving everyone in your nation as many choices as possible. If they're not smart enough, they simply won't pass and they'll drop out and that's it. So what's the value? The class will of- still occur with or without them. What's the value of something that's just hand? Comparatively, in the entire scheme of the entire planet, it's worth a lot. If he was an isolated nation where none of his people ever went overseas, more meaningless. Also just handed ignores the actual work you have to get an education. No, part of the work of an education, do the work. If loans are handed out in order for you to fund, then that part of the the struggle is taken away. And the value of having a degree. I agree that that part of the struggle is taken away (laughs) from you. So you can actually focus on getting an education. It isn't just about the education itself. There's character building. You actually achieve something. Yeah, but this isn't isn't forcing a college education anyone. And it's not forcing private colleges like Harvard, like Yale. No, it's not forcing anybody, but it is forcing taxpayers to, to fund anybody who wishes to get a degree. The class... Is going to happen regardless of whether there's 10 people in it or 100 people in it. No, the point is at the other end, the degrees are being awarded. Every additional degree diminishes the value of all the previous ones. So you're running with the if everyone's an astrophysicist, no one's an astrophysicist sort of thing. Like it doesn't, it's now, it's a basic skill that's not special to have. So it just becomes a standard. If everybody is an astrophysicist, that field does not exist as a special. Okay, well, because that's everybody- you should do that. That sounds like you'd be in a much better place if everyone- <laughs> I agree. No, no, no. The, no, the point is, is that if, if you invest resources in making everybody an astrophysicist, are you, are you overcompensating the number of astrophysicists that you need? If you, if you expend resources to educate people beyond the point which they actually need or want in order to be productive members of, of society, then you're just wasting resources. In, Not everybody needs in the an same astrophysics vein degree. Of a UBI, a universal. Also poo poo. Whatever. Um, <laughs> a universal basic education, if you will. Whereas, where so elementary school, secondary school, and tertiary school are all offered free of charge. There are private schools that offer their own whatever. They're free that, to exist. That's fine. And what why, have not, you. why not just carry that on and, and make a quiduciary degrees? In, make sure everybody gets a master's. Make sure everybody has 20 years of schooling. Oh, master's degrees are still f- totally free. I'm not forcing an education no, I'm on saying, anyone. I'm saying if you're going to go for the bachelor's, you know, 
make them make them go for a masters as well then everybody in the society will be super educated and if zane australia was yes. operating with yes. closed borders and no one could ever take this knowledge overseas to get a job i'd be a little bit more inclined to side with you but the fact is he's within his own nation maybe the knowledge is a little bit more diluted but when you look at the entire planet as a whole it's not you're just sitting out a fucking fleet of geniuses to work anywhere they want <laughs> like the fact that he's also, it's one place doing this in a world where they can work anywhere I'm else. Not it's not as big of an issue. Anyone to be educated past a basic level. Yeah. And some people and hate people learning. Are no, going to you, but you are forcing people to fund the desires Correct. of other people. That's no, because they also have access to the same resources that they are paying for. Anything that they are paying for. Everyone has access. If you yeah, want to you go have- back and become, if you're 52 years old yeah. and you are currently a sales manager at an advertising agency right. and you're like, oh, I really missed my chance to go and study to be an astrophysicist, right. you can go to study to become an astrophysicist. And what's the benefit of that? All the money, all the resources that you put into creating this astrophysicist, he'll be 56 at the earliest yep. by the time he graduates. What contribution can he make to the field in his remaining 20, 30, 40 years? What, what do you mean? Like he could make any contribution. It's like why help people exist when no, no, they no. will make no contribution? He could make as significant as somebody But he's not restricting that. someone from their 20s from joining the program as well. Why not? Because they're making you Because class. it's available to everyone. Doesn't so say, there like, are he's infinite not- seats in these universities? In- yes. And not everyone, everyone. And, and infinite funds from the taxpayer in order to fund these infinite seats. Just because everyone can study doesn't mean everyone is all going to study. Like it doesn't. No. It just because you're opening up doesn't mean the 22 million people in in Australia all start studying at once. No, it's not about that. It's it, it's about it's about how best to use the resources, the scarce resources in in a society. And if you're funneling resources into educating a 52 year old into a completely you get a different 40 years different left field, of his life. Yeah, that's that's fine. Oh, oh yeah, that's in fine. In Australia, he does. Oh, sorry. He's, <laughs> sorry, he's a corpse. <laughs> if he's paying for it himself, if he's paying for it himself, that's completely different. But that's not the case. He just wants to go back to school, and everybody who is working is on the hook for his bill, which will rise because the universities now have a guaranteed uh, guaranteed payment. He's not gonna. He's not gonna uh, skip on 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 that check. It's guaranteed by the government. Is there a veto being? No, I'm happy with your choice. There isn't, but you're wrong. <laughs> I'm disappointed that you're not vetoing. I'm not vetoing. So Australia's free colleges struggle to maintain standards in the face of overwhelming demand. State schools shine. Latest ranking. Not so cheesy. Cheese industry reports slump. Demonstration ends in reasonable discussion and handshakes. Wage rises put spring in step and money in pocket. Public education up 15.5. Intelligence up 2.9. Government size up 1.8. Scientific advancement 1.2. Inclusiveness, average income. Economic output, tourism, pacifism, and human development index all up between point one and point five. No, point sorry, between one and point five. The biggest down is crime at two point four, charmlessness at two point one, uh, cheese exports at point seven five, uh, welfare is down at point seven five, and agriculture is down at point. So big ups and small downs. Education apparently. Public education is what I'm all about. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, I was going to scream this out before, but I was going to wait till Zane's issue finished. With my charmlessness, I wanted to put in, in perspective ah. how amazing this is. <laughs> so when I started, it was on 5.2. Very quickly after I started, it peaked at 133. So massive jump. 
as of today, I'm on 4.5, which means it is the lowest it has ever been in my nation, even included when we started at quite low. Really? What are you talking about? The charmlessness. Charmlessness. So I started at 5.2. I peaked at 136 or 135.9. 135? That's where I peaked, and now I'm back down to 4.5, which is lower than when I started. 135? Yeah, I don't know how what happened. Andropolia started the game at around the charmlessness. Which was all I was on, yeah. It has been as low as zero. It is currently at 200. 200 and. What is wrong? I started at 1.87 and I'm currently on 0.92. Good job. Um, I let my people do whatever they wanted and they wanted to be cunts for a while. Yep. There's that explicit tag. Andropolia just sent that rocket flying. (laughs) Looking at my chart, I would not imagine that this goes above 10. Amazing! <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I've never gone above but two point two. My my mine is, mine is like a profile of an Egyptian pyramid. It just <laughs> it just continues up <laughs> the point into the stratosphere. Is, since since we started this Rapture series, I have had dramatic drops. So I'm very happy with that because it's actually a tell of what I wanted to do and. Actual, it's actually happening, which is lovely. I didn't drop down from my maximum of 135 or whatever it was. I've taken the specific drop from uh, 55, sorry, sorry, 73 there it was, to, to 4.5. So still so f- huge drop, yeah. but not the n- n- half the scale that it sounds And I talk about my lowest to tops and stuff. For reference, charmlessness is measured in the Kardashian reflex score <laughs> where nations are ranked highly um, when they are considered by many to be the most inhospitable, charmless, and ghastly places to spend a vacation or indeed any time at all. That's why Andropolia is most avoided. Yeah. That's where yeah, that comes because it's from. Yeah. Exceedingly charmless. <laughs> and <laughs> my niceness. We're winning. <laughs> my niceness is also at an all time high, but the numbers are less, less impressive. I started at a 16.7 and I'm at my top now of 21.8. So. It's, but it, that, you watch my stats and that's it's like a staircase. It's just gradually gone yeah. up. So not as impressive as the charmlessness drop, but yeah. there must be a link there. And that's average smiles per day. Wait, where's what, what one? That was Sorry. niceness. Niceness. What, what number? Um, started on 16.7. Um, I'm on my top right now of 21.8. Oh, okay. 21.8, sorry, not 218. Yeah. 24.7. Nice. It was in 24.7. Like you guys are always smiling every day of the week. Yes. Yep, good. Niceness in Australia, in, in Andropolia. <laughs> has never exceeded four and a half, and it is currently sitting at 1.9 smiles per day. Thank goodness. This is off topic, but I'm very curious. Andrew Polly is not Australia. <laughs> What's our taxation rates? I'm curious who's got the most. 5%. <laughs> nice and flat. You're going to hate me. <laughs> uh, you go on yours. I've still got to find mine. Um, a gentleman's 37.9. I'm after, 50%, I'm after 50% tax, so... <laughs> Why? You've got nothing. <laughs> you don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you on? You don't need your own money in Zane Australia. <laughs> we'll take 62.7 of it, please. <laughs> That's great. To be fair, in the last few days, I've taken a big jump from 53 to 62. So somebody goes to work. They work for eight hours. A day. Nine yeah. hours yeah. In, in Zane Australia. And for the last three of those, only until, only until the two o'clock slump, you know, are they working for the government? Only until after that. 
But do they luckily, get to keep what they produce? <laughs> all the dregs, all the crap but that's made in the also, afternoon. But luckily, also they get to go to the hospital and not pay anything. Their births are free. They get free leave. A government-sponsored leave. It's not free. They're paying for it until two o'clock. Exactly right. They're paying for it themselves <laughs> to have leave and healthcare. Yeah, instead and of education. just having that money and then spending it when they need to, mm. and or dying they don't, at forty-four. The, they don't get to have it. <laughs> what's the tax rate in Australia? In Australia, it's a sliding average. Oh, average okay, is around thirty. The, the highest, 30%. the highest bracket at the moment is forty-two percent. So I'm a little bit under that as a standard. Yeah, but Good. as a, but as an average, it generally doesn't really exceed like percent. Okay, well, I started That's on seventeen. That's just income tax. When you factor in GST. GST and all the other excises and things, it's pr- it's probably getting closer to five as okay. an average. So people in the highest tax bracket are probably already. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they're definitely good. I'm glad. <laughs> Everything is great and I'm very happy. Well, I will say. And my government has never been bigger. Zane, <laughs> Australia is pretty comfortable with where we are now with having been recover, recovering from the, the rapture. So we put our, 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 our peas in a line, <laughs> ducks in a row, hydrants on a street. Well, uh, so we've dealt with our lawyer problem, our health problem. Our education problem and the other one that we did. <laughs> what was the first one that we did? Property. Property. The, yes, uh, absolutely. So uh, the, the the housing. Gl- if you want to see how we resolve the uh, dealing with the rapture, you'll have to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast. Links are in the show notes and you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter. Until then, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards... And a universally educated future. I'm done eating. I can now go. Wonderful. I've been your people's champion and your savior from misbehavior, Sebastian of mm. the United States of South America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. It's not great. Then. <laughs> well, the, he, he relished it, it too. It much loses this time. something. <laughs> I, I, I thought it would work better. And I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. And you all, La Blanche Sans Plus. Till next time, gentlemen. <laughs>
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.